This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Wow. That's my reaction to Kansas football landing Wisconsin offensive line transfer Logan Brown. The former five-star recruit and Under Armour All-American is arguably Lance Leipold's biggest recruiting win since he took over as the KU football head coach in the spring of 2021. Brown's addition to Kansas for the time being is massive for several reasons. You look at that offensive line room that KU has under offensive line coach Scott Fuchs, there's a lot of continuity heading into next season, but you're losing a crucial piece in left tackle Earl Bostic Jr., who is exhausting his eligibility this season. You look up and down that offensive line room, there's plenty of guys that can play that guard spot, right? You're looking at center, right? Mike Nowitzki can be back. Behind him, you've got someone in Dre Dwarren who the staff had at Buffalo and has snapped during his time at KU. You look at the guard spots, you've got Michael Ford, you've got Amaje Reed Adams, you've got Dominic Pooney, three players who are all capable starters. Um, if two of them will win the job, there's a third there waiting that can provide really, really good depth. But you get to that left tackle spot. And that's where things get interesting, right? Bryce Cable do has slid over to left tackle at times this season when Earl Bostic has left the game, whether it be through getting banged up or losing his helmet. So you've got someone like him who can move over, but maybe hasn't looked as good as Bostic has at times. Then you've got someone like Kobe Baines, who was on the two deep at right tackle at Louisville before he transferred to Kansas. He's someone that will compete as well. But you bring someone in like Brown who has the physical attributes to be a starter at the Big 12 level, and he has the recruiting acumen and the possible high ceiling to be a good starter for Kansas if he wins that job. So you're looking at this being a huge win for Kansas. And the way that I think about some things like this, if you were thinking about this guy as a high school recruit, there is zero chance he picks Kansas. We'll get to his high school recruiting profile here in a second, but you think about it like that, this is the type of guy that you would not get out of high school but in the age of the transfer portal, this coaching staff knew from day one that he was going to be their guy. You know, you look at how it went down, right? And on October 12th, Brown entered the transfer portal. We'll cover why he left Wisconsin in a minute. But he entered the transfer portal on October 12th. From that day on, Kansas made him a big-time priority. Last Monday through Wednesday, he took an official visit to campus, meaning that he was able to see the coaches, see practice, see how things go at Kansas under Lance Leipold and this coaching staff. So this was an all-out push for Kansas to get Brown, and in the end, they got their guy. You know, we'll cover what's going to come next, next, but let's start here. 
Let's look at what he was like coming out of high school. He was a number seven ranked prospect nationally per the 24-7 sports staff, the number one offensive tackle, and the number one recruit in the state of Michigan in the class of 2019. He picked Wisconsin over offers from Alabama, Michigan, several other high-level programs were in on him. You look at the scouting report and what Kansas is getting. You're looking at someone that Alan True, our Midwest recruiting expert, does a lot of really good scouting reports for 24-7 sports. He came in and said this is someone that reminded him of a potential first-round pick. You look at the his biggest strengths, right? It's going to be his strength and his frame. He's six foot six, over 310 pounds. These are the type of guys that, again, Kansas does not have a lot of on their roster. And if you've watched Kansas in recent games against Baylor, against Oklahoma, you can see some of that size differential in the trenches, whether it be KU's defensive line going against opposing offensive lines or KU's offensive line going against opposing defensive line. I think that was very evident against Baylor that that Baylor defensive line had the size advantage against some of KU's offensive linemen. Brown is the type of guy that mitigates some of that. He has the size to go up against some of the best defensive lines in the Big 12. Now, KU is not a staff that is going to guarantee him playing time. The way the staff approaches recruiting in the transfer portal age is they tell a player, and this is what they did last year with players like Sevion Morrison and Kai Thomas, they say, hey, if you believe in yourself, you can come to Kansas, earn the starting job, and show everyone what you can do. They're not going to guarantee a player and say, hey, you're going to come and you're already the starter. No need to worry about that. You could see that in the way that things played out during spring practice. You can see it by the way things played out during fall camp, where some of those new transfers had to come in and earn starting spots, right? They came in and started working with the threes, and they worked their way up to the twos. And then if they were good enough, they worked their way up to the ones. That's how the staff approaches things. So you can't right now say, hey, you know, Logan Brown is going to be your starting left tackle or your starting right tackle. Right now, all you can say is Kansas just added a player that is a high ceiling, that is someone that will improve the offensive line room and the depth as a whole, and is just an overall a really big pickup. You look at what Lance Leipold spent a lot of fall camp talking about was the offensive line depth. This was before Kobe Baines joined, saying that he felt like they needed more guys to step up. They felt good about their first five, but really six through 10 was kind of a question mark. Well, now in the span of three months, you've added someone in Kobe Baines who has a good recruiting acumen who will have a whole year of spending time in the program, right? He's been with the program since August. And now you've got someone like Brown, who, if he sticks to Kansas, will be around for spring practice, which if you look at KU's most productive transfers, you look at someone like Lonnie Phelps starting defensive end. He arrived at KU in January. You look at Kalon Gervin, arguably KU's most successful cornerback playing that nickel role this year. He arrived in January. You look at someone like Eric Gilliard that has provided really good depth, arrived in January. Craig Young, starting Hawk linebacker, arrived in January. Getting there for spring practice is huge for any prospect. And for KU, you're looking at them looking to add offensive line depth. And the fact that they've already got one guy committed now in Brown before November even starts, we're recording this on Sunday, October 30th, that's huge. And so now you've got a guy that you're going to have to work to keep, and we'll get to that in a second. But again, Huge pickup for Kansas. Now, we have to address why he left Wisconsin. We're going to refer to an article from the Wisconsin 24-7 Sports website. Michael Hogan wrote it for them. Brown was technically dismissed by interim head coach Jim Leonard. 
this is what Leonard said at the time that Brown entered the transfer portal. Quote, it was not a choice. He was dismissed from our program, dot, dot, dot. It was an unfortunate incident. At this point, it's more of a family matter that we had to deal with internally. So he entered the transfer portal and left. But from a Wisconsin perspective, they're saying that he was dismissed from the program. Now, if you look at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, they reported why he was dismissed. According to their report, there was an altercation of practice where, quote, sources with knowledge of the situation told the Journal Sentinel that Brown struck a teammate during practice one day earlier. Okay, you know Kansas did their background check and they did their homework on players like they do with every single player. You know, someone like Chris Simpson going up to Michigan to see the high school coach is a part of that. You talk to people around the player. You talk to the player himself during the visit. You ask what happened. Clearly, the coaching staff feels good enough to take his commitment. Okay, great. Now what's next? Well, transfers are different. They do not have to sign a national letter of intent. They do not sign any sort of binding agreement. From now until January, Brown can do whatever he wants. He could take as many visits as he'd like. There's no cap on that from what I've seen for transfers. He can go take other visits. He could commit elsewhere. He is not bound to Kansas at this moment. The key date for Kansas fans to know is Tuesday, January 17th. That's the first day of the spring semester at the University of Kansas. That is the first day of classes. And up until that date, Brown can go anywhere. He can change his mind. You can look at someone like Kalon Gervin as an example. Coming out of Michigan State, he committed to Wisconsin. Decided in the end, after he took a visit to Kansas, that Kansas was the place for him. He flipped his commitment. There's nothing that can stop him from doing that. It's, when the pl- it's within the player's rights to do that. So Kansas from now until January 17th, when Brown potentially shows up to his first class, which then binds him to Kansas, it's just going to be about continuing to recruit him. Kansas beat out other Power 5 schools for his services, and you know that as the season wraps up and teams look for more offensive tackles, they're going to look at players like Brown, who have the really, really solid recruiting acumen, right? Again, coming out of high school, highly thought of player. It didn't really work out for him at Wisconsin, right? You want to look at how much he played. 26 career appearances. He played three starts at right tackle during this 2022 football season. Um, He also played some left tackle at Wisconsin, but settled at right tackle. And so he's someone that doesn't necessarily have a ton of playing time under his belt in terms of starts. But again, you look at the frame, the athleticism, what he is like as just a player, it's a high upside addition for Kansas. So overall, you can't say enough good stuff about what this coaching staff has done through the transfer portal. They're off to a really, really good start. If you want to include Kobe Baines in this transfer portal cycle, I'm you're not going to tell me that you can't do that. So you're looking at two offensive linemen added for that 2023 team. When you're losing Earl Bostic, it's hard not to like the pickup. And again, it's going to take work for Kansas to continue to get him on campus, but it's a great start to get him verbally committed. It's out there, you know, but the, there's still work to be done. Overall, huge pickup for Kansas. We'll hopefully have more on fog.net as the week goes on, but Thank you for watching, and if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you leave a rating and review on iTunes, and if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button and the like button. Hit the little alert button. You'll get an alert whenever we have a new video coming out, and we'll be back with a regular podcast previewing the Oklahoma State game in the middle of this week. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.